Hey everyone, and welcome to episode five of Travel with KMD, a podcast where we talk about all kinds of travel, but we mainly focus on Walt Disney World and Universal Resorts in Orlando. My name is Crystal. And I'm Drew. And of course, if you want help planning your magical vacation, I am more than happy to help you at no extra cost for you as a travel planner specializing in Disney and Universal. It's like she knows something about something. We'd like to think so. She likes to think so. (laughs) Totally kidding. Totally kidding. I'll shut up now. (laughs) All right. This episode is going to be a continuation of episode four. Um, So if you haven't caught that one, catch that one. It's late, (laughs) y'all. What you drinking over there? I swear it's milk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you didn't catch that one, we talked about the resorts at Universal Orlando, as well as the value resorts at Disney. Today, we're going to go into the moderate, the deluxe, and the deluxe villas. Um, So really, there's four categories of Disney resorts. There's value, there's moderate, there's deluxe, and there's deluxe villas. We're going to kind of walk through briefly each of those resorts, kind of help you get a feel for... Which ones maybe you want to stay at at your next vacation? Um, If you're anything like us, that list is way too long. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and kick right into the moderate resorts. Um, Moderate resorts are kind of the middle ground at Disney. Uh, They're not quite like um, luxury, you know, high end, um, but they're not that motel style like you get with some of the value resorts. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Caribbean Beach Resort. This one has a little bit of a special place for both of us. We actually honeymooned at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Yep. And since then, they've been revamped and they've been remodeled. So they are even better than what they were when we were there. Good, because they needed it. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) The resorts were beautiful then, and they um, the Skyliner actually goes right over it. Caribbean Beach has its own Skyliner hub. Um which is really cool. That takes you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. It's a cool little transportation. And we talked about it a little bit in episode four. So definitely catch that out if you want to learn a little bit more about the Skyliner. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they based off of five islands, Barbados, Trinidad, Aruba, Jamaica, and Martinique. Um, oh, I want to take you to the... Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. They even have pirate-themed rooms. The vast, you land lovers! Oh, Lord. Um, It is a nice kind of little getaway with that Disney theme to it, where you're still a little bit out of the way, um, but you're really not far from it all. You're not really far from anything in Disney. That's one of the nice things, is they do such a great job of theming and landscaping that they really help you to, like, suspend that, you know, disbelief or whatever that phrase is, so you feel like you're out someplace tropical and not in the middle of crazy central Florida. Right. You can be in your own little world and have a highway less than five miles away. Yeah. hundred percent. The next one is Coronado Springs resort. And this one is a blend of like Spanish, Mexican, Southwest American culture. So you get that really cool, like Spanish architecture that you get from um, Southern Southwestern U S not really Southern U S um and Mexico and the things like that. They even have movies under the stars, which is really cool. Yeah. Um and it's a really quick bus ride. It's right at the Animal Kingdom area, but it's out far enough there really aren't walking paths because Animal Kingdom is massive. Yeah, for sure. 
um, you'd have to walk through the savannah and um, for the safety of the people and animals they don't allow that i want to pet a rhino though you would if you could I you would, would jump oh out of the God. safari and go pet Absolutely. one Absolutely. especially the baby that's there oh i would take that little fella home with me <laughs> Um, so That'd movie, be the best TikTok account ever. The to movie, help with all the Great Danes. I'm going to have a baby rhino. Oh, God. <laughs> On top of the penguin and the otter he wants. Oh. Apparently, we need to buy a zoo. Can we do that? No. Got me all excited. Uh, it is a quick bus ride to Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. Slightly longer bus ride to Epcot and Magic Kingdom, but it's really not bad. They have buses running all the time. All of the resorts, which we uh, forgot to mention on the last one, they have individual lines and queues for the different buses depending on where you're going. So there's a line just for Magic Kingdom, and they'll tell you this is when the next bus is due to arrive. Um, and they're usually pretty dang spot on. Yeah, they do a, they do a pretty good job to, to make sure that, you know, you're taken care of. You know, the last thing they want you doing, you know, at the end of the day is just standing there and, and not being in a park and getting aggravated because you're waiting on transportation. So they do a really, really good job. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a transportation coordinator, if you will, there that's there that if they realize that, you know, ah, well, we need another bus, like immediately for Magic Kingdom, they can reroute and re, uh, reassign buses to make sure that you're getting to that park a heck of a lot faster than waiting for another bus to come around in 20 or whatever. Yeah, and that's something that they've greatly improved on since we were there for our honeymoon. And granted, that was, you know, over 10 years ago. Right, right. Um, but that was our biggest frustration with Caribbean Beach is we waited a little while to get back to our resort with one of the buses. But they've redone that system, how they mm-hmm. do it. And you don't have to wait that long anymore. Yeah. They took our feedback to heart and they made things better for us. Yeah, because I don't think we were the only ones. No, we really weren't. (laughs) All right, next one. This is another one that you've been itching to stay at is the Poor Orleans. And there is Riverside and French Quarter. Uh, The French Quarter is Mardi Gras themed, just like you're in the... PG. PG Mardi Mardi Gras. Gras Family friendly Mardi Gras, but they got cute. Um... (laughs) alligators that are all dressed up and they have their instruments and their trumpets with them and it is a party you step out of your room and you are in a mardi gras party that's family friendly uh riverside think of like deep south feel yeah you're like in the bayou cajun style and you're in with like plantations and um you know so really like if you want you know I always picture like Sweet Home Alabama, like what that kind of looks like. <laughs> I'm showing my age, but you know. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, actually, yeah. That that kind of like old southern money kind of feel and that's what you get there's horse-drawn carriages that run through french quarter there's a scat cats club which i think would be really awesome to see um and one of the things that i absolutely love about riverside is they have it's a royal guest room so this is themed um to look like um you're a royal guest you know, hence the name, but Tiana <laughs> and her friends, not necessarily her Bayou friends, but also her princess friends leave a special note. The headboards are animated with fireworks. It's a really cool princess theme without being little girl princess. Yeah, they uh, they did a really, really good job with it. We, we haven't uh, seen it and experienced it in person, but Crystal and uh, I looked at some videos and 
uh, things like that. And it's it, they did such a good job with it. The theming is on point. The decorations are on point. And um, they, they did a really, really good job of, yes, you know, it's there's princesses and things, but it's it's not so far gone with, like, Prince, our cat's doing something. I have no idea. There's noises coming from our bedroom, and they make me nervous. <laughs> um, sorry, I digress. It's more like uh, a grown-up princess. Yeah, like, like, you know, like I was saying, like, they did a good job to make it kind of, like, inclusive and in that, like, everybody can appreciate the theming. It's not like, you know, your sons are going to be like, oh, my God, what am I doing here? Like, no, it's cool. It's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they are dog-friendly accommodations. A lot of Disney resorts are actually. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, and then there's a water taxi from Port Orleans to Disney Springs, um, which is really cool. So if you want to do a little bit of shopping or even they have amazing world-class restaurants at Disney Springs. Yes, 100%. Um, and the world of Disney. So if you get in your first day and you just want to... You know, take it easy, check out the resort, do a horse-drawn carriage ride, and then take the water taxi over to Disney Springs and go by your ears, you know, ahead of time, or your magic band, or just walk around and enjoy. Uh, we always call it the Disney Mall. That's how we explained it to yeah. our kid. Mickey's Mall. Mickey's Mall. Yeah. Yeah, we always had Mickey's Castle and Mickey's Mall. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's really, really cool. It's um, that's a really neat, like, southern theme to it. Yeah. And then uh, finally, to wrap things up for the moderate resorts, you've got the cabins at Fort Wilderness. Last episode, we talked about the, the campsites being uh, the more the value side. Notch up, you've got the moderate side, and that incorporates the cabins. And this is basically, um, it's like a, it's, a, it's, it's kind of like a, like a modular home, if you will. Yeah, it's like a log cabin. But it's, but... yeah. Um, but it's really, really nice. Nice quality. You've got, um, everything you need they're completely um you know decked out in terms of the luxuries you would expect at home like a Pot, full kitchen like a full kitchen a full stocked kitchen pots and pans and cutlery and cups and glasses and everything you would need to be able to you know if you realistically each wanted to stay here for a week and enjoy the amenities of the resort fort wilderness is a great one to do that at and you can stock up the refrigerator and cook your lunch or breakfast or whatever and uh, then head to the parks if you wanted to or jump on the hiking trails or go for a, a horseback you know ride through the through the wilderness or whatever you want to do it's there um, it's a quick boat ride away from magic kingdom which is really really nice um, it's not the big uh, it's not the big ferry either it's a it's a it's a nice you know kind of pleasure boat if you will which is really really cool um, like we talked about previously in the last episode, a huge amount of activities. You've got the Hoop-Dee-Doo Review. You've got Arcade. You've got other restaurants. You've got, um, you can rent golf carts and just drive around and enjoy the sights. They do, you know, um, s'more roasting and, and campfires and, and all that good stuff with the Disney characters. Uh, the stables are there, and you can see all the horses and the, the history of the horses at um, at Disney. It's, it's really, really cool. Um, I love the cabins. We stayed in them when I was a kid. Um, they sleep up to six, so there's a lot of room. Um, the uh, the master ed bedroom is is a little bit weird because you've got what is it, a queen size bed? I believe it's a queen size. It's a queen size bed, and then but you've also got a set of bunk beds off to um, you know your your left, if you will, um, 
you know, that the kids can sleep on. So you don't have a whole lot of privacy, but I mean, that's kind of Disney's MO really when you get down to it. Um, there's not like separate, you know, kids suites or separate rooms or anything like that. Uh, like, like you get with a family suites at Universal. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. But really, if you want to stay on property with a larger family um, at Disney, the cabins at Fort Wilderness is a really great option, especially if um, I know some people need a full kitchen for special needs for their kids um, or even special dietary restrictions for others in their family. And that's a really great option. And it's great that you can just come back and just have stuff stocked for lunch and save mm-hmm. a little bit and take a break from the day. Um, even have breakfast there, things like that, and helps cut costs a little bit too. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a Disney campsite, so they have all those campsite amenities and campground amenities, all the pools and the splash pads and and all that fun stuff. They've got a uh, a general store as well that has Fort Wilderness themed merchandise, but also you know if you need to buy some, you ran out of lunch meat or you ran out of hot dogs or milk or whatever, you can go in and yeah, you're gonna pay a little bit more for it, but you can grab a quick, you know, gallon of milk or a gallon, gallon orange juice or whatever it is you need to do to get you through the rest of your trip, which is really, really cool. Absolutely. Before we get into the deluxe resorts and the villas, um, one thing I want to mention about um, all Disney parks is they do um, early morning magic hours. I don't remember exactly what they're calling it right now, but pretty much anybody who stays on property with Disney can get in a half an hour early into the parks before the park opening. So for those of you who really want to rope drop, uh, staying on property is now the best oh, way yeah. to do it. Absolutely. Um, staying off property, you're really delayed that half an hour um, when you can get in versus when people staying on um, on property do. So that gives you, you know, an extra half an hour for the to beat out the locals and those who are staying off property to go get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Ratatouille or Rise of the Resistance or, you know, whatever that must-do ride is for you. So jumping into the deluxe resorts, um, deluxe resorts and the villas kind of go hand in hand. All the villas are at a deluxe resort. However, the villas are mostly part of the Disney Vacation Club. So booking them when you don't have a Disney Vacation Club can be a little tricky. Yeah. Um, they do include one, two, and three bedroom uh, villas. Um, they even have a studio villa. Um, they come with kitchens, washer and dryers, private bedrooms. Um, this really the deluxe resorts and the villas take it up a notch, but these are the luxury at Disney. And you pay for it. It's one of those things. We've had friends that have asked (laughs) us before, well, how much does Disney really cost? And I've kind of stuttered with them and said, that's kind of a trick question because really, depending on how long you want to go, how many people you take, things like that. Uh, for our family of three, we could do Disney anywhere from three grand to twenty grand. Yeah. Just depending on what we would want to do. I don't know that I ever could or would spend twenty grand on a Disney vacation. Right. But you can do it depending it, on what you want to do. Yeah, I mean definitely if you 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 a Disney vacation at the end of the day is what you make it from a cost standpoint. You know, if you want to go to the nines and stay at a deluxe resort and have a private, you know, private villa or, you know, cabana or whatever, you know, you're, you're spending money to do that. But I'll give you, it is, uh, we have a personal, it is an experience that, and they yeah. are beautiful and they are so well done and yeah. the amenities. And I mean, it's really, you, you're paying what you're getting. Right. 
Um, you also do for those deluxe resorts and those deluxe villas, you get special evening hours. Um, they used to be kind of available to anybody staying on resorts. They've switched them out now. So they're only available for those deluxe resorts. And it's about an hour and it varies with the resort. They've opened it up recently to where it's all four resorts. It just mm -hmm. depends on which resort on which day. So you get an hour of really limited people being in the parks. Right. Um, whether you want to do rides or you just want those really cool nighttime photos. Um, so, I mean, and that's really something to consider. Okay, so let's go into these. The first one we're going to talk about is Animal Kingdom Lodge. This is probably on the top of my list of I really want to do this, this if we can ever swing it. This is a huge, huge bucket list item for us. Absolutely. The reason why is because you can get Savannah View rooms. And what that means is there are animals outside your balcony. So you could wake up to a giraffe standing right outside your balcony. And our son's favorite animal is a giraffe. So this is something we really, really want to do sometime. Yeah. Um, but it's absolutely beautiful. There are award-winning restaurants with African specialties and, of course, the American favorites. So those picky eaters in your family can still get cheeseburgers and chicken tenders. Um, Yummy. <laughs> their villas <laughs> are the Kadani Villa and the Jumbo House. And the really cool thing about those is they are horseshoe-shaped. So they have really cool views of the savannah no matter which room you're in. Yeah, there's really not a bad view, which is really, really really nice especially you know you're, you're paying that deluxe resort uh price that's that disney difference Ooh, I like that. that's the <laughs> disney difference right you know they plan ahead for stuff like that so they make sure that there's really not a bad seat in the house you know there's not a bad view depend you know depending on the room you're not looking you know walk into your room and all of a sudden like oh look there's the hvac units no like you're walking into whatever room and you're like damn that's a giraffe yeah so it's really and of course you know it's right there by animal kingdom you know, hence the name with yeah. it. It actually shares part of the savanna with Animal Kingdom Parks. Um, you do still, I don't know if it has a walking path because I think it's kind of like across the savanna. Um, but it's still super close. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one is the Beach Club Resorts. Um, and a lot of people know the Beach Club Resorts because of the Beaches and Cream restaurant, um, which is really well known for ice creams and treats and stuff like that. You can walk to Epcot from this resort. Um, you actually come in um, through uh, World Showcase, which is really cool. There is life-size shipwrecks and pools and lagoons. Um, all in its, it's called Storm Along Bay. So you get this really cool, like, shipwrecked beach kind of feel. It's kind of a step up from Caribbean Beach. Yeah. Um, where Caribbean Beach is obviously more Caribbean. This one's a little more on the New England side. Um, and you also do have that Skyliner to Epcot and Hollywood Studios that you can take from that as well. Yeah, it's um, nice having that little extra benefit of the Skyliner because it is, it is a bit of a game changer in terms of yeah. transportation. I mean, really, cool. you got three different methods to get to Epcot. Yeah. I mean, so you can get there pretty quick. Yeah. And, of course, the Beach Club Villas, that kind of go with that one as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Boardwalk Inn. They are right across um, the lagoon from Beach Club Resort, and these also include the Boardwalk Villas. Again, you can walk to Hollywood Studios or you can walk to Epcot or take the Skyliner. Uh, it's kind of Coney Island style with the boardwalk. Yeah. Um, I've never been to Coney Island, but I know it's iconic. Um, 
you're right next to the Swan and Dolphin, which uh, Swan and Dolphin is one of the preferred resorts or um, not preferred. They're a good neighbor resort for Disney. So they're not technically a Disney hotel. Um, they're technically an offsite, but you do get some of the same amenities that you would with some of the others. And you enter in just outside a World Showcase. Um, actually, from both of these resorts, I think you can even see the fireworks that they do at night for Epcot. Then you have the Contemporary Resort. And if you want to have an experience with Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary Resort is the way to go with it. 100%. Um, you have Bay Lake Tower. That's going to be their villas that's in them there. If you've ever taken the monorail from Ticket and Transportation into Magic Kingdom, you have gone right by the Contemporary Resort. There's even a monorail that runs through its lobby. You can get a ferry over to Magic Kingdom. You can walk directly to the Magic Kingdom gates, not to Ticket and Transportation, directly into Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, California Grill is there, which is a, an extremely popular restaurant. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Beautiful views of Magic Kingdom. You can see the castle all lit up. Great views of the fireworks. Um, it's really amazing views from there. And even they rethemed some of their rooms recently to Incredibles, which is kind of cool. And it's not like super kitty animated. It's like an upscale yeah, Incredibles. Yeah, it's, it's like, a, like a posh in, like with hints of the incredible. It's like the will. Disney adults that just want to put like little things of Disney around their house and they kind of sneak it in. That's kind yeah. of what they did with the Incredibles. Yeah, it's definitely that upscale feel, but you're like, oh, you're still at Disney. So there's a little bit of little bit of flavor sprinkled Absolutely. in. Uh, then you have the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And I know that there's a few people listening to it that perked up with the word spa. Um, this is luxury floridian feel think like victorian era palm beach where everything's just to the nines you get that amazing spa we walked through this resort and oh my it is unreal it is unreal unreal. like tile flooring gold inlay i don't know if it's real gold but it sure looks like it it's beautiful you're 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 greeted by you know i like beautiful 30s like Cadillac collector cars that are there on display and it real as soon as you you know walk out and get out of your vehicle and are greeted by the bellhops like you're it's right there and you're you're just in it it's like oh my gosh like I have this, arrived this resort is gorgeous they yeah. uh there's a monorail that goes directly into Magic Kingdom from mm-hmm. it um it's just a, it's a two-story hotel and it's just outside of that you can take a ferry into Magic Kingdom. You can walk there. They have a Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique there. Um, I believe those are still closed right now um, due to all the COVID. But when they reopen, um, if you have a princess or even a prince that would like a makeover, you can do that directly in the hotel. Um, you know, so moms, you can even kind of sneak off to the spa and have dad take a little one to the boutique and get her makeover and have a great night at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like anything, right? Like it's, you know, it's COVID time still. Things are adjusting. So definitely make sure that you um, do your due diligence and do your research prior to uh, getting out there and making sure that all those uh, those extras that you want to do are, are available and, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. And hopefully all of these will come back really soon. But until then, we'll kind of just give you an idea of what, you know, is normally there and uh you know hopefully we're gonna we're gonna think happy thoughts and talk total disney experience here absolutely yeah all right the next one on here this is another one uh we said in the last episode we did a little bit of resort hopping 
how the last time we went to Disney, and it was kind of a really cool experience. So, mm-hmm. the Polynesian Village Resort. This is Stitch. This is <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. Um, there's luau's and ohana everywhere. I think there was even like a giant Stitch with a surfboard. Um, you can take a ferry ride to Magic Kingdom. You can see Magic Kingdom from the beach. Um, there's a monorail that goes. The- I'm just going to end it all right now. Dole Whip. They do have their own Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Yes. If you want Dole Whip and you don't want to go to Magic Kingdom, you've got like an 11 o'clock hankering for Dole Whip, stay at the Polynesian. It's probably a good thing they're not open 24 hours because if we ever stayed there, he would be down there at 3 a.m. You know how much... Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope at one point we arrive... <laughs> And we have, and like, Disney, Disney executives are listening to this flipping podcast because I'm telling you right now, I would pay out the rear end if I had a personal Dole Whip machine in my room at the Poly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Woo! Sign me up. They also have, uh, <laughs> in the lagoon that separates the Polynesian and Magic Kingdom, they have an electrical water parade. If you ever remember, the, uh, for those who have been to Disney before, the electrical night parade that they uh, used to do, and I'm trying to remember if they were bringing it back or not, they do one on the water. So it's all kinds of light up ferries and boats that you know go through and it's a really cool thing um i don't think it's back yet but hopefully no, it soon because we did um when we were we were there we were a little, a little, a little, i like words uh we were just there christmas right oh yeah yeah they were it was out when we were out when we jumped on the monorail and left magic they were they were doing it. they were putting all the uh the floats away in the little inlet they yeah, were so they were wrapping it's something it up. cute so, yeah. that you can kind of sit on the beach um and enjoy your time um just as a little PSA, please do not sit next to the water. Yeah, I mean, you, you, it's all fenced off now, but yeah. Stay Just away from the water. Stay away from the water. Doesn't matter which resort you are. Stay away from the water. Yeah. Um, and that's just Florida. I mean, you're not from Florida. You, you're not familiar with Florida. That's just Florida 101. If there's a body of water that's not like a swimming pool, that's, you know, like, assume there's an alligator in it. And stay away from it. Keep your kids away from it. If you're traveling with a pet, keep your pets away from it. Do your due diligence and just be educated and stay away from the water. Just our just our little PSA thing in there. You know, that was something we did with our kid, too, as we were walking. He's like, I want to go see that. Nope. You're yeah. going to view it from this walkway right here. Exactly. Um, the villas at Polynesian, they do have villas, but they also have overwater bungalows, which would be amazing to yes. stay in. So cool. So cool. Like, these are those, you know, you always see those, like, awesome TikToks of, like, oh, here we are, and, like, you know, check out these bungalows and these crazy, you know, like, Bora Bora and stuff like that. That's what this is. And you've got, like, the water underneath you and fish and, like, all that stuff. Like, the only thing these don't have is, like, you know, the, the personal docks that you can, like, jump in the water for the reasons we just talked about. But they have, it's all those personal overwater bungalows with the awesome excuse me, views and everything like that. Like, oh my gosh. I yeah, and they are elevated, but they also have like a porch out the back. So you can sit out there and enjoy fireworks after you went and got your Dole Whip and not have to worry about the crowd. Those, that, they need Dole Whip machines in the bungalows, <laughs> man. That's what they need. Oh. Uh, you know, and of course, like. I'm writing a letter. 
Sorry. Ohana restaurant there is a lot of Polynesian food. So if you, you know, like Stitch and you like Polynesian and you just like that feel, that Polynesian res- uh, resort, that's that's for you. Uh, Wilderness Lodge. Um, really, this is this is the cabins taken up like four notches. Way elevated, yeah. There is storybook dining with Snow White, which I've heard really great things about. Um, it's really like an upscale lodge set in the middle of the wilderness. You uh, Villas involve either Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek. And there's the ferry to Magic Kingdom um, as well. So you get that like elevated, rustic. Those are kind of weird put together. But yes, elevated and rustic feel. <laughs> rustic chic. Rustic chic. <laughs> And then the last one we're going to talk about, this is the Yacht Club. They, uh, Yacht Club kind of goes hand in hand with the Beach Club. They use their same villas, a lot of the same amenities as Beach Club. Uh, still that New England lakeside style. Uh, walk to Epcot, take a boat ride to Hollywood Studios. Um, but you also get, it's called the Yachtsman Steakhouse. So really, where the Beach Club is more of... Keep talking. Steak, huh? <laughs> yeah, Steakhouse. Uh, really where the Beach Club is um, beachside on the sand, those houses that are right there on the beach, your Yacht Club is the high-end yachts on the water. Um, that's kind of where their, their feels come from. So fairly similar, slightly different. Um, but yeah, lots of, lots of great. Really, the deluxe resorts are great if you have that budget. To be able to do those and want to stay super close to the parks. Uh, the lower you go in the tiers, the farther away you get from the parks, a little bit longer your bus ride takes. But if you want to be right there, um, minutes away from the parks um, and can definitely swing in in your budget, these deluxe resorts offer those great added benefits like the evening hours, the luxury feels, the bigger rooms, um, even the the villas with the uh, multiple bedrooms, which is great if you have a, a large family or a large group going with you. That's Disney resorts in a nutshell. Yeah. I know there's a lot of information that has been thrown. Certainly, if you guys have any questions about any of the resorts, please feel free to reach out. We are more than happy to answer them. Um, really, uh, you know, unfortunately, we have not been able to go to all of these because there are so many resorts. And Disney does offer quite a bit of uh, good neighbor resorts um, that do have a few benefits as well if you're not quite sold on staying directly on Disney property. But really, with the benefits that you have with the early morning um, hours and you can charge to your room and the transportation that they have and just being immersed in Disney from start to finish really staying on site with Disney or Universal, really. If you're going to have a vacation at either one of these parks, we recommend staying on site because it just enhances that experience. I I can't think of any reason to not stay on property anymore in in our stage in life. No, I I mean, really, some of the other hotels off site are cheaper, and I will give it to you. Some of these hotels are, are fairly expensive. Don't get me wrong. But... Between having to rent a car for the others or having to Uber to the parks every day or, you know. Traffic is terrible. You know, having, yeah, having to deal with traffic or dealing with just the, you know, my kid is cranky. It's two o'clock. I just want to go back to the hotel for an hour where if you're driving, you might have an hour to get back to your hotel versus when you're at the resort, 
Just hop on a bus and let your kids yeah. sleep. Hop on the yeah. monorail and just go through the resort loop for an hour. Right. Um, which you can do that even, honestly, if you stay off-site with that, but, um, with the resort loop, but, um, it's, it's really, there's a lot of benefits to it, and I absolutely love, and we recommend to all of our friends who had asked to, and, you know, especially with young kids that we recommend, like, if you want to immerse in this Disney experience and let them just absorb it all, stay on site, and there's ways to do it in your budget. Yeah. Any realistic budget for Disney, let me put that out there. Uh, You're not going to take 10 people for $1,500. Not anymore. (laughs) Times are changing. You know, but certainly um, with realistic budgets, you know, you can work in things and it all depends on what time of year you go. Like we mentioned um, in episode two, I believe, um, really what time of year you go, uh, how many people you take, how long you're staying, what other amenities you want with it. Um, all things that kind of play, and and the hotel is really one of those biggest costs with that. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that's gonna do it for travel with K and D. Thanks again. I'm Drew. That was Crystal. Uh, make sure you all join the conversation. Um, follow us on social media at Travel with K and D on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, make sure that TikTok, you TikTok, not Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. TikTok, not Twitter. Tiki Tok, not Twitter. I'm sorry. Facebook. TikTok, Instagram, travel with KND. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe on your favorite podcast player as well. Apple, uh, Spotify, all the good ones and all that good stuff. Make sure you leave us a review. We really, really appreciate it. It helps uh, spread the word. Please tell your friends about us. If you happen to uh, have anybody who's going to be going on any Disney trips um, in the future, uh, let them know about travel with KND. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we'll talk to you all later. Have a good one, y'all.